Hello, ladies. Welcome to the Sailorville Women's Podcast. I'm Deb Blackman, and Rita Charlton is also here tonight. Hi, everyone. And we're going to be visiting today with one of our Sailorville women. We've asked Nancy Jennings to share a couple chapters from her long story of living for the Lord. So, Nancy, welcome. Thank you. So, um, it's kind of fun to be here, but it's intimidating, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it feels a little different to have microphones in front of you when you're just telling a story. But yeah. we're just going to enjoy our time together and just um, listen to some things that Nancy has to share. And since it's the season of songs and carols to the Lord, uh, we wanted to visit with Nancy about some new songs from the Lord during her particularly hard times and hoping that that will really encourage some of you that might be going through some of the same things. We're going to delve into those stories in just a minute, Nancy. But before we start, since it is a season of singing and song, um, what songs are playing in repeat in your head or in your car or in your home right now? Nancy, Um, what's going on at your house? Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Ah. I love that. God and Sinner Reconciled. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. really cool. I've been um, enjoying for the last couple of years um, "Prepare Him Room." I know we sang it, uh, or the women sang it at the, one of the Rejoice events a couple years ago, and I've loved it ever since. Mm-hmm. Rita, how about you? I have loved this song for years during this season. I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Oh yeah, their old familiar familiar carols play of peace on earth, goodwill to men. But then it goes on to say, in despair, I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong. But then the next verse says, but then rang the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, goodwill to men. And this song was written in 1863. Yeah, that's cool. Amen to that today. Yeah, I just love that song. He reigns no matter what. Um, yeah, it's a, it is a good time to be reminded whether it's you know from the 1800s or right now that God is faithful um, and really loves us. That's that's kind of cool. Those Christmas songs do do that for us. And it, I also was going through some Psalms here recently, knowing we were going to talk about um, some stories, but just kind of a new song kind of stories. And um, I wanted to look into the psalm to see where is it that ha- it has the a verse with new psalm in it or new song in it and it's psalm 40 and it says I waited patiently for the Lord he inclined to me and he heard my cry he drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock making my steps secure he put a new song in my mouth a song of praise to our God many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after a lie. And then it wraps up at the very end of that psalm, and it says, As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought for me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, oh my God. And it just shows he's singing a new song, even though circumstances didn't change a whole lot for him. That's a cool one, isn't it? It is. It's really good. And we're going to talk about some of Nancy's songs tonight. I had the great privilege of meeting Nancy here at church and getting to know her through Bible study and times together. And she's so sweet. God has been 
just so faithful in her life. And she will tell you that her goal is to honor and glorify God. And what else I love about her is when you, her answer to the question, Nancy, how are you doing today? (laughs) You'll have to ask her that and find out her answer. (laughs) Um, She grew up here in Des Moines and she's just going to give us a glimpse into her life and how faithful God was to her. Um, My story begins with, first of all, I want to say it's only by God's mercy that I even have a story to tell. And my heart is just so full of gratitude to the Lord. Um, My mom and my dad, um, let's see, my dad grew up in a family of 12 siblings, and they were beer-drinking, smoking, brawling, fishing buddies. And my mom grew up with honky-tonkers. And they... they That's a combination. (laughs) Oops. They they were. And my they played the piano and the washboard and the spoons and the big bass. And my grandfather played... um, or called for the square dancing, and and they sang. Oh, they sang. And um, mom and dad both worked. Uh, Mom had to work because dad drank most a lot. And uh, so we had a babysitter, and that babysitter would kind of lock us outside most of the day. And uh, we were just kind of street urchins. We went up and down the street, and we were ragtagged, and uh, just, um, uh, you know, just waiting. And it sounds like my- you were on your own a lot of the time. It, yeah, we yeah. were. We just waited for my mother to come home because my mother was so, my mother was the sweetest. And we waited for her to come home. And uh, anyway, but we were over at my grandmother's one day, and there was a knock on the door, and Granny went to answer the door, and I, f- I followed her. And there were two men standing there, and those two men said, Do you have any kids that would like to go to Sunday school? And my grandmother said, No, her children were all grown. And my mother was sitting at the table. And she cupped her mouth, and she goes, yeah, four. <laughs> so, Getting rid of you one more time. Huh? <laughs> yeah. She loved to have coffee and cookies with her mother in peace and quiet. So the next day was Sunday, and we looked like little ragtag muffins, but we came over to the grannies, and we got on that Sunday school bus. And, and this had, was here in Des Moines for Airport Baptist, yeah, correct? Yeah, it was Airport Baptist, and... We uh, went to Sunday school, and all four of us heard the gospel. I, and we learned about Jesus. Um, I can't tell you what it's like to hear about somebody who loves you so much mm. that it's a love that can't really be described. But when I was young, it captured my heart. And um, I went to, we kept going to Sunday school. This was in the fall. And in the, and it was January, we heard about we're going to have a Valentine's banquet at our church for young people. And all I could think about was a big table, fancy food, and decorations, and pretty dresses, and 
Anyway, so and I know I, as you sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt mm-hmm. here. I know that as you were describing that to us earlier, that in the end you ended up ha- having to miss the banquet because there wasn't enough seats. Yeah, but you were sharing with us. Um, What's what's the next banquet? Yeah, i i did I did go to the banquet, but there was no room at the table for me, and I was embarrassed. So I just said, you know, I wasn't hungry. But it was not too long later that I learned that someday I would be sitting at a banquet table, and there would definitely be a room for me, oh, and that amen. would be at the marriage yeah. lamb of the, or the marriage. Supper of the Lamb, and uh, I mean, God, God, that night, uh, even though I didn't get to go to the banquet, they they had a service and they talked about heaven and hell and sin, and I remember uh, the pastor talking about how Christ died for our sins, that He was buried and He rose again. And that if we believed in our heart and confessed with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, that we would we would be saved. And I I he asked, you know, for an altar call, and they don't do that much anymore, but I remember I wanted I wanted Jesus so bad. I was out and in that aisle and down saying, I I wanna accept Christ. And little did I know it was really him accepting me. That's right. And you were 13 at that time. I remember you saying that. I was. And at, you know, at some decades later, here here we are talking about how God has been so faithful. Yeah. And so for those, you know, those young women or, or older women that might be thinking, okay, you know, I don't, I don't have uh, enough to give my children or I'm struggling to make ends meet. God doesn't care in your in your stories. Um, it's yeah. He loves you. He and loves all of us in um, a way that we can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I know you also had a story about um, wanting that red Bible. Can yeah. you share that one? Well, after I became a, a Christian, and. Uh, I knew it was very serious because I asked the gal who led me to the Lord, I said, what if I don't mean this? And she says, you'll know. But I was going to youth meeting, and the youth director said, let's challenge you to carry your Bible to school every day. Well, I had to have a Bible first. And Pastor Moore said for almost $17, it was 16-something, and he said, I can get you a red Schofield Bible. I was so excited. I could hardly believe it. I remember walking um, home from school and saving the 20-cent bus money, and Mm. I would collect pop bottles all the way home and around the neighborhood trying to save up for that Bible. And I finally got it, and I just hugged it. I wanted it so badly. And I remember... My, that my dad, he's, he drank way too much, and he smoked, and one night he set the car on fire. So I remember taking my Bible and putting it under my pillow and sleeping with it just in case the house caught on fire oh, so I could take oh. 
take the Bible out with me. So that's really precious. God's word is precious, isn't uh, it? Yeah. Precious to you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I know one of the things that um, you mentioned um, as you were maturing in your faith that um, some of the older women were mentors to you or mm-hmm. um, encouraged you. Can you share that? Because I think that is such a good picture for us, those of us that have a little more gray hair, to, to make yeah. sure we're, we're investing I with rem- our young people. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, going to prayer meeting, and it was so encouraging to me. Uh, Mildred would say, oh, come pray with me, Nancy. Or Phyllis would say, come pray with me, Nancy. And we had to have little old ladies that would just be so sweet to me. And and I learned from their prayers. And I learned from how they loved on me to that even some of their lives were much harder than my life, I'm sure. And yet they had this glow about them and and how they would spend time or invest time in me. And I certainly didn't feel worthy of that, but they would they would just love on me and share the gospel and share different verses. I mean, in in the Old Testament, God gives names, you know, and he tells us who he is by the names he gives, like El Roy, he's the God who sees all, or Jehovah Rapha, he's the Lord who heals, or Jehovah Jireh, he is the provider, you know, or Adonai, his Lord. I mean, you learn who God is, and you love him, and yet you fear him at the same time. Yeah, and and now you were telling us, now you're paying it forward, basically, by loving on the girls that come to GCR. I love GCR. It's it's um, so real, and um, it's it's um, we don't we don't talk a lot about it uh, because they they tell us not to talk too much about it. But it's real, and those girls are so wonderful. I I mean, they have so much potential for God. And God can use them for his glory. Well, and it's good that you're sitting there with them so that you can share your stories, you can pray with them. I think you said that um, some somebody was saying a couple of the girl, different girls wanted to be at your table, and yeah. I, I can understand with, with yeah. your joy in the Lord. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and it's a great example to us, too, to... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to to encourage younger women and and to make a uh, concentrate concentrated effort to encourage younger women mm-hmm. and um, and for younger women to um, be faithful in a church attendance so that they are around older women. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point. Nancy, do you have anything else you want to say to the young women, the middle-aged women, to all of us with the gray hair. Um, um, with all the things you've been through, God has been faithful. I would say there's a few things that got me through. Um, and 
you know, God just nudges you and and shows you things in life. It's like um, if we whine or complain about the circumstances God allows in our lives, then God gets no glory and we suffer for nothing. And that if you're really going through a hard time or a trial that you can think you can hardly bear it, you can know that God thinks he can trust you with it. Mm. So stay faithful, and God will get the glory. And um, just, and I, I, this is one thing when I was so bad, it was, the time was so hard that God's sovereignty became my sanity. Mm. And I... I just know that God is in control, and we trust him because he is faithful, and he is good, and he is so loving and so kind. That loving kindness is so good, and from everlasting to everlasting, he is God, and he is good, and he is faithful. That's wonderful. We're barely skimming the surface of Nancy's stories. Um, she, she has just amazing stories where God showed himself faithful, as she just said. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it would... You'd have to have a lot of podcasts to get, yes. to get through Nancy. So I, you know, I would encourage other women to seek her out and yes. have her tell you a couple of stories. And yes. of course, we need to figure out what is it does, what does she say... When you say, hey, how are you? So you'll have yes. to ask her that. <laughs> so that's good. Um, so, Nancy, thanks so much for coming. And um, for those that are listening, we thank you so much for um, listening to us. And we hope this has been encouraging to you. And you, and as I said, there. Nancy has some very hard circumstances that she went through, but she was she was also faithful to God and has learned a lot. So please do seek her out if you um, need some encouragement or any of us with gray hair. <laughs> seek us out. We would we would love to share Jesus with you. And we hope you will return next week as we strive to equip more women to be more like Jesus. Mm-hmm.